0: Welcome to the Geek Centric Podcast. We're doing a trailer drop for Obi Wan Kenobi.
1: The fight is done. We lost. Stay hidden.
0: We got the teaser trailer literally minutes ago, and I don't know about you, but I'm freaking out. So let me introduce you to my, uh, my, they were my brothers, Anakin, Uh, Justin, uh, and of course, uh, we've got the Grand Inquisitor himself, Kevin Hudson. Welcome to the Trailer Drop, boys. What did you think of this insane trailer? Let's just talk about it.
1: Looks great. Definitely looks like they're bridging the gap even more between the animated and the live action, bringing in all of these different Inquisitors that, uh, f- as far as I know, were only really featured in animated uh, properties and and uh, uh, games. I think we saw uh, the Grand Inquisitor himself. We yep. also saw, I believe, he's the fifth brother. There's, the there's fifth a, there's brother, a the guy with the hat, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the, and the mask, and the green sort mm-hmm. of mask. Like you know, we're we're delving into that portion of the Star Wars. Uh, timeline where we see like getting those those loose ends of those Jedi. So
0: this is great. It's cool because this teaser for. From what I just saw, and I've only watched it twice now, but it very much plays off the idea again of what we've been talking about with the Book of Boba Fett bringing Star Wars together and bringing Star Wars fans together. As you said, we've got people from the animated series coming in. I'm sure there's going to be some references to Jedi Fallen Order. Uh, the fact of like something like, um, we have a new Inquisitor, Inquisitor Riva, uh, who I believe is played by Ingram, uh, Moses, I believe, or Moses Ingram is her name. And, um, and I just, I love it, but I also just love how how they know, like, as soon as we got on this Discord call, I was like, Kevin, they know how to get you with the music, because freaking, you got the Mustafar duel at the beginning of this trailer, moving into freaking duel of the fates, like, I was just, I was literally, like, heart palpitations uh, by the end of this trailer. Kevin, what did you think of uh, of this teaser trailer for Obi-Wan?
2: Yeah, I mean, uh, they're just continuing, Disney just keeps hammering home this idea that the prequels, the original, and the sequel trilogies are all this one big story and we're finding new ways to connect them all even more. And I think what's great about this is this is just another uh, instance for me where I think I'm going to get a lot of gaps filled in from things that happen in the animated show that mean I don't have to go and ever check that stuff out, right? I'll get enough stories for those things in in these live action worlds that it'll satisfy any uh, you know questions that I might have about what happened during these times and so again for somebody who like myself who doesn't want to watch every single thing that's ever been made that involves Star Wars this bridges that gap even further and so if, for, in that regard alone I'm excited plus they're bringing back the best part of the the prequel tri- trilogy and Ewan McGregor's Obi-Wan and he looks great here he looks he looks like he's in dire straits and he's he's really facing a, a hell of a time here.
0: Well, I'm just I'm stoked for for this because I think I think to that to that degree though, Kevin, I think this is going to encourage people. Like it's it's what they're doing. They're felonifying the universe, right? And that's what Dave Filoni is doing. And I think it will encourage people to go back and learn more about these Inquisitors. Where did they come from? Because I I feel like with the show being called Obi-Wan Kenobi, that's really where we're going to focus. We're going to get some stuff with Hayden Christensen's Darth Vader. Um, And so I feel like the the mystery around the inquisitors and this really big character of the grand inquisitor is going to push people to that extended lore and I hope that they it does because I uh, there is so much to really enjoy from it and I think Star Wars is better enjoyed as a, as a whole uh, because a whole, of it I think yeah. that's what they're going for with this series
2: but I mean how does it affect you in any way what part of Star Wars I watch and enjoy and want to watch right I mean that's sure. the beauty is that it's open to anybody wanting to watch whatever they want to watch and and this just again just this satisfies uh i get to see this cool part of of Filoni's story that he put into the animated stuff without needing to watch 70 episodes of a tv show that i've never really wanted to watch so again i get to experience it in my way you'll get to experience it in yours and everyone now gets to experience it in a various you know a variety of different ways and that's what's great about what disney's doing these days
1: yeah, and I think you're right, Nate. They're he, they're felonifying the Star Wars universe. They're bringing it all together because it is the animated shows that really do give more breath to the Star Wars universe than the movies would ever give. So to see these things start finding their way into live action is definitely Disney and Lucasfilm acknowledging that uh, you know the new fan basis that that does stem from Star Wars uh, is coming not just from from the movies. Uh, It is coming from these animated series, so you know it it is nice to start to see these things starting to find their way into live action. Like to Kevin's point, there is gaps that I think this series could potentially fill for those audience members that haven't watched the animated that might not necessarily be uh, all all knowing of who the Inquisitor is and and the Grand Inquisitors and this this team. But that being said, I think it's it's just giving more. Poised to the idea that the animated do matter and it does, it is something that people will, like you said, will probably go and check out if they're really invested in, in, in what happens in this live action. I think it's going to have that effect.
0: Let's just really quickly, because um, I know these, these trailer drafts we try to do are, are meant to be a little bit quicker, but I, I just let's get into some speculation here. Like, obviously. You know, we've got uh, Obi-Wan. He's going to be being hunted by these Inquisitors. We know that the Grand Inquisitor does work for Darth Vader. And so obviously there's going to be that sort of... I could totally see them... Holding off, I think, on Vader for a majority of these episodes um, and and really focusing on the Grand Inquisitor as the main villain. And then and then pull that whole aspect of like, you know, it's a very Star Wars thing to do to have the two right to have the the villain and then the villain behind the villain, um, which I'm really, really excited for. Um, I'm stoked to see. Kind of uh, what they do with with these different inquisitor characters, um, and just kind of how they, they carry it through, but do you guys have any theories? I, I think in the poster we saw him holding Luke's uh, lightsaber, which obviously we know he's not going to give to him for a long time, but do you think we see more than more of young Luke than just uh, that little brief moment of him like playing video games or whatever he was doing?
1: <laughs> I, I, that was that was the part that kind of intrigued me. I, I was just like trying to jog in my head the timeline how old Luke would have been yeah. his 10 years passed because he looks like he's probably around eight or 10 in, in yeah I... in when we see him in that little in that little glimpse so sometime has obviously passed but he doesn't look that much older uh Obi-Wan right but it, right. it's it's crazy how he, he just longer hair I think he actually looks older in in at the in Revenge of the Sith than he does here so it's, it's mm-hmm. kind of interesting
2: yeah, I was really surprised by, I mean, I think he looks great, the, the first uh, reveals that we got from Entertainment Weekly magazine and stuff, he looks terrific, but I am surprised they didn't try to bridge the gap a little bit more between Revenge of the Sith, Ewan McGregor, and um, New Hope, Alec Guinness, right? There is such a disparity in the age of those characters, and we're not seeing that necessarily the progression in Ewan McGregor that I was sort of expecting. I thought he'd maybe have a few greys, that sort of thing, you know?
1: Yeah, he he looks more like Attack of the Clones Obi-Wan than he does Revenge of the Sith. Obi Wan, because even in *Revenge of the Sith*, he has he has the beginning of that part. There's a little bit of gray, I think, in his hair as well. Here, it's just it looks like he's grown it all out. It's all it's all going back to sort of that that aesthetic of of *Attack of the Clones*. He obviously looks like he's hiding, though, too, right? Like he does look like he's he's in a hiding state.
0: Yeah, he's going to get dirty and you got to imagine, right? Like and again, I know this is like a, a common excuse from Star Wars fans, but like you spend that long in caves in Tatooine, you're going to look like Alec Guinness in a shorter amount of time <laughs> than uh than normal. But I I do think um yeah, I'm I'm just stoked that we have him back. I think Disney is and Star Wars are are mostly focusing on the direction of this is our Obi-Wan, even more than Alec Guinness. And, and no no shade to Alec Guinness. Did an amazing job as the character the first time around. But I think I think the majority of the fandom of Star Wars, I think they do see Ewan McGregor as Obi-Wan. So to, to kind of paint him looking a little closer to the Obi-Wan that we know, um, I think makes sense. I'm just excited. Do you guys think we're going to see... I mean, we saw young Luke. Do we get to see a young Leia? Do these Inquisitors learn about her... Force abilities before anyone else. Is that something that we could see happening?
1: Well, that's that's the part that I'm I'm interested in because it was it's obviously is when we find ourselves in A New Hope, there is no awareness of of Luke or Leia being the kids of Skywalker. Anything about them being force sensitive? Right. I really hope they don't try to retcon that and like draw a little bit more uh, of of like oh, there's 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 a hint like Darth Vader kind of guesses that he may have kids I-, I hope they don't do something like that I'm apprehensive about this whole how is Darth Vader and Hayden Christensen going to fit in is it flashbacks right. are they actual scenes because again in A New Hope when we see Obi-Wan and Darth Vader duel the last time that they had seen each other f- to us as as the viewers would have been on Mustafar uh, so again w- how is that all going to fit in are we going to see them kind of dueling each other in a meditation realm uh, I- I'm not sure I do hope we do get to see Qui-Gon though because the rumors are oh. that, that, that he did he did he did shoot something for it because he might come to him because at the beginning yeah the, at the trailer when Obi Wan's talking about you know the fighting's done we've lost I think he's talking to someone and I'm gonna speculate right now that it's 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 Qui Gon Jinn
2: wow I'd wow, certainly that... be I'd certainly be okay with that uh, just touching on the Darth Vader thing because it is so ambiguous in A New Hope right it's I haven't felt this present since. And he never says what that moment is, so it could that could be one of their tricks that they pull where it could have been any time. But they do really establish that it was a very significant moment and it has been quite a long time since they have felt each other's presence. So I do wonder what direction they're going to go there and how much we will, if we do see them together, how much we actually will um, actually see them on screen together.
0: And with how big Star Wars is, you know there's going to be inevitably moments where they do have to not only retcon things but but straight up change something and i i think that if they do that with this series um i think you know what? A, a, a series like Obi Wan is a safe place to do that. I think, uh, rather than a, a, a uh. holistically new chapter, I think they can make some, again, small changes that won't upset the Star Wars fans too much. <laughs> I don't um, know, man. The be- Star upset, Wars universe <laughs> gets upset. No, the
2: Star Wars universe gets upset when you change the name of a ship. You cannot go <laughs> and retcon that original series in many ways, if at all, man. That is sacred yeah. ground. And just for the sake of a new television show so Disney can make some money and fanboys can get more Star Wars adventures, you can't jeopardize what that original trilogy stands for and what everything has to happen around it, not vice versa.
0: Mm. Agreed. Yeah, I agree with that. Well, we don't have too long to wait to see what they're going to do with this series. Do we have any final words before we wrap up this, uh, this trailer drop?
1: I
2: honestly hope that's it. We got some. Oh, no! More trailers. We got a great trailer. No more trailers. I, I I hate that they're calling it a teaser because they've shown you everything you could possibly need to know without giving away big moments, big reveals, anything like that. And so, like, are you not ready for May twenty fifth? I wish it was I am. tomorrow. I, I don't am. need yeah. to see yeah. anything else to get that trailer. That yeah. trailer didn't do it for you. Then you're not going to watch anyways. Like, I don't think yeah. showing more will get people on board. So please, no more. Don't give anything else away. That was a perfect amount. It was so good.
1: I agree. I think showing less just lends itself to people being more interested in wanting to check it out at this point too, especially as we get so close to that date. And as Kevin pointed out, Star Wars fandom is so fickle, right? Like I can understand why Disney is is a little apprehensive at times with how they release their their strategy around Star Wars versus Marvel. Because when they drop something from Marvel, everyone is excited and and loves Mm -hmm. it and and is extremely passionate. From the Star Wars canon, anything changes, like a ship name or, or anything. Yeah it's negative it's all negative energy so it's like of course Marvel's going to be the favorite child of of Disney because you know Star Wars fans are just are just toxic at times so
0: (laughs) (laughs) well um I know at at least as us three Star Wars fans uh we're super stoked for it I hope May 25th comes sooner somehow we'll have to figure out time travel um but uh that is it for this trailer drop uh we hope you enjoyed it uh and if you did make sure to subscribe to us wherever you like to listen to podcasts and if you want to write into the show with your thoughts on this trailer or any of the trailers or things or content we cover here well i'm gonna i'm using the force right now to reach out to my master justin one kenobi
1: (laughs) (laughs) hello there uh, they can reach us at wearegeekcentric at gmail.com. That's wearegeekcentric at gmail.com. They can also reach out to us on Twitter at geekcentricyt or on Instagram at wearegeekcentric.
0: So definitely uh, go check out uh, those socials and reach out to us because um, we want to hear from you. Uh, keep in mind we have a ton of other great episodes covering the latest in movies and TV shows, uh, including our spoiler free reviews for Fresh Turning Red and spoiler filled review for Matt Reeves, The Batman, out right now. Uh, we are geekcentric and you can be. Too, which means you can also check us out on YouTube at youtube.com geekcentric. And if you want to tune in live and maybe talk to me about the, the teaser trailer for Obi-Wan or anything Star Wars, you can check me out at twitch.tv slash NatePlaysGames and follow me on Instagram at NatePlaysGames. Kevin, Justin, thank you so much for joining me for this trailer drop. And as we say, hello there.